Welcome back, you guys. All right. I'm just bragging on God here as we went into break about how I can have five different thoughts that I think may or may not connect. And then when, you know, by the time the show's coming to a close, God just brings the whole thing full circle. So sometimes I really work hard at that. And sometimes I'm like, you know what, God, I have all these really important things I want to say. So I'm going to go say them and then you just make it happen. So he did. And we just talked about earlier values, values, values. If we are not living within our value scope, our lot, we're miserable. And, and we don't even, we think, we say, oh, I know what my values are. Well, I value this. I value that. I just set up a new exercise in my coaching business where I take people through that process of values, but then I have them tell me how they're living in those areas. And then that's the, se- that's the second part of the study, the experiment that I created. Because what I realized is when I did some of those values, and even through my time with God, in my quiet time where God is like, do you believe me? Well, of course I believe you, Lord. You trust me. Of course I trust you. And I realized that that value of trust in God has, is not matching up with my actions. I'm talking a great talk, but I'm not walking the walk. And when you and I do that, when there is a value system that is not being walked out and it is your core value system, it really is what you would look me in the face today and tell me your value system is. But when you look at your life, that's not how you've created, you've not constructed and designed your life in that manner. And we do this and it, you know what we do? You know why we do it? We do it a lot of times out of the demands of other people that have no idea or respect for our value systems. And then we won't stand up for ourselves and our family and our future and say, you know what, with all due respect, I'm not participating in that anymore. I'm not going to head at that organization. I'm not coming to the coffee meeting every morning. I am not this. I'm not that because you know what? That's really not the plan for my life. And I, I just talked to one of my coaching clients this morning. She, I love her. She's amazing. And she said, I'm doing something that I don't even know how I got myself into it. And, and all of us, can you, can I tell you how many times I've done that? I'll be in the middle of something I've committed. I was all excited in the moment and I signed up to be the second most important person in charge. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what am I doing? I don't even, you know, what am I doing? This is not my passion or this is not a value or this does not fit in with my family schedule or whatever the case may be. Now, granted, there's a whole different conversation about God calling you into something new. And then what you do is you say, okay, I'm making room for this new thing. God's shifting my focus in life for what's best for me, my family, my future. And I'm going to move some stuff out. So that's how you make room for that new stuff when you know God's asking you to do it. And I'm off on a rabbit trail. I apologize. But values, I got off on values. And so we're, we're, we're let's get back and finish our show uh, strong with this, this thought process. What we're going to talk about here is finding meaning. So it's talking about, in some cases, whatever has caused the burnout, whatever has caused you to be in a, a state of stress that you now are literally paralyzed, that you do nothing but go, 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 but you are connected to nothing. You are in a syndrome that they call burnout. It says in these cases, 
it may be helpful when you can't change anything um, for the major, for the major, you can do the social, you can do the breathing, you can do the consider your options, you can do the express yourself, you can do, um, what was the other one, sleeping. You can do all those things. You can write a list and say every day, I'm going to do a tiny bit of this, or every week, I'm going to do a tiny bit of this. So the last part of this is reframe the situation in terms of your values. What larger values does this commitment serve? Great question. What do you want to be? And how does this allow you to be that person? Okay, we're, we're reframing our situation so that it will help you. How can you tie this bad situation, in other words, that you can't change right now, into your values? You're reframing the place you live. What larger values does this commitment serve possibly? What do you want to be and how does this allow you to be that person? For instance, this may not be where you want to be and the job is driving you crazy, but you know that it's going to get you to the next place. That's a reframe. Will this situation last forever or is there an end in sight? And how do you want to look back on this? In short, what is the meaning here? I may make a note to attach this to our next show, but one of the things that is really important is what kind of meaning we attach to things and can we reassess it and look at the meaning? You know, I know from in, in the hospital when I was recovering from paralysis and I was in the hospital for two months and when I would get really frustrated and when nights, the nights in the hospital for two months, they were really awful. They're just two months in the hospital with, you know, the nighttime regimen that goes on in a hospital. I also, my room was right outside of the life, life flight pad. And um, inevitably almost every night, you know, I could hear life flight coming in, which just um, reminded me not only of where I was laying, but also, you know, what a, what a horrible situation could possibly be arriving there right outside my room, but I'm just painting a picture uh, to you of, of, of this situation. And when I would get to the end of my end, I, I would say, you know what, Lord, here's, here's what I don't want to happen, Lord. I don't want to get so frustrated within this situation that I don't get what I was supposed to get from here. Because guys, no matter where you're at, you are going to be able to take something out of that situation and it is going to make you bigger, better, smarter, faster, <laughs> something more compassionate. It may even birth your life destiny, right? Because our passion comes out of our pain so many times. And in that place, guys, what I would say, and this is what the article is trying to drill home to us. I would say, you know what? I don't want to leave this place as horrible as it is some days without getting what I am supposed to get and what, without giving what I was supposed to give. And I was in a hospital with people that were very um, challenged, sick, challenged. And I had the opportunity to pour into these people's lives that were totally hopeless. I, my situation wasn't hopeless. There were people there that were hopeless. And I thought, 
God, please let me touch who I'm supposed to touch and let me gain what I'm supposed to gain. And so that's what the article is saying. And so in that place of torture for you right now, can you just give that some thought? Meaning, what kind of meaning are you attaching to it? Meaning has the potential to make our life easier. Finding meaning is the source of renewal and nourishment. It's what this article is is talking about. They're giving a lot of clout to the meaning that we attach to the burnout situations in our lives. And how can we allow that to um, reframe it? I don't have time today, but I really think it's super important to kind of think about this show and launch into our show for next week. And if you're listening to the podcast, you're going to want to grab it up on the next podcast. But I want to get probably deeper into this happy, the happiness advantage study than I thought I was going to get into. I told you at the beginning of the show that I've been reading a book about this guy just uh, up the road in Waco, Texas that was, uh, did a research project at Harvard University, which is where he worked for many, many, many years. And it was a study about positive psychology at work in our lives. But what he really attached to that was happiness and what that really means to each and every one of us, how we find it, how we lose it, how, we, how, it, how it applies to the success of our life. And I got to tell you, that's kind of what was mind blogging, mind uh, uh, boggling to me was how it attaches to the success of our life in every area, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally. And so that's what we're going to, that's where we're going to go next week, I think, is we're going to dive into the happiness advantage. That's the name of the book. It's by Sean Acor and super simple, but really one of those things that literally you can walk out the door and apply to your life and it will have an instant impact. I like stuff like that. I like stuff that's like, wow, that was simple and profound. I just heard somebody um, this week uh, define, how did he define it? Oh, I don't want to butcher it. He said, oh, I know what he said. He said, this is one of the uh, all-time leading top mega, mega uh, in inspirement encouragement leaders of all times. And he said, I define profound knowledge as knowledge that is simple enough to go right out and apply it and make a difference. (laughs) That's so good. That is so true. Profound knowledge is not something that we learn and we can't use it, but profound knowledge is something that we can take out and apply to our lives. And have it make an impact instantly. And you know, that's why getting in the word of God is so important, you guys. That's why I have to get a little bit of Bible in me every single day because it's profound knowledge. And that's what changes our life. That's what changes your burnout situation. So can I just encourage you until we meet again to try and get some profound knowledge out of the Bible. And when we come back, let's launch into this study how a positive brain fuels success in work and life. I'm all about the brain. And this is a new way of looking at it. This is how I found the book. I was like, oh my gosh, it's another brain book, but it takes a totally different spin on our thoughts and how we can make a difference in our lives. We all want to be successful. We all want 
a better life. We all need more happiness, more joy, more success. I don't think anybody listening today says, Amy, you know what? Yeah, I got plenty of joy. I got plenty of success. I got plenty of happiness. I don't, I don't need that. I, I don't think anybody would say that. So we're all in this together. Amen. All right, guys, I think my time is up here, but I hope the sound has been okay for you. I've been at home doing the show remotely and we've got bells going off and phones going off and all that kind of fun stuff. But I appreciate your patience. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. This is Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show. Dr. Ben and Dr. Gerard at Focused on You Chiropractic adjust your spine with a highly specialized system, correcting nerve interference in the upper spine, allowing the rest of the spine to become healthy and stable. The result is less pain, better health, less illness, and a better quality of life. No cracking, popping, or twisting ever. Connect to Dr. Ben at FocusedOnYouChiropractic.com. Welcome back, you guys. It's Amy here. We are in the middle of um, a conversation about burnout and stress. And I wanted to bring that full circle today. If you're listening to my podcast, this is the second part of the podcast. And I apologize for, for, for dividing it up. But for you guys listening, we're going to carry on with the conversation if you do want to get my podcast, by the way, you can always go to anywhere you are already downloading your podcast and just look up Amy Mills Live, or you can go to the website itself and uh, grab them up there, amymillslive.com. We really want to hear from you. In fact, we are starting to do some, uh, some really fantastic things with our listeners and with our subscribers. And so if you would like to get communication from us during um, the month, it's not much, it's just one or two times a month, but I think it's well worth it. If you will just run to my uh, website and you can click sign up or you can just throw me over your name and your email and that's all I need. And then we can start communicating with you that way. But we would really love to know who you are and be able to send you some positive encouragement throughout the month and also let you know about the events that we hold. All right, let me go back to this. So we've talked about burnout, but now we're talking about some of the ideas they give for solutions. You know, can I say this as a sidebar to this conversation? What I find in life, really just doing my radio program and uh, doing life coaching, the solutions that we need to our life's biggest problems are super simple. I just find that a lot of people aren't willing to do them or we're not willing to do them because we think it's too simple. To fix my problem, my problem is so big that there's no way those little simple shifts could help me. And so people choose to continue to live miserable is what I see. But the truth is, and I've lived it in my own life, a lot of times some of my biggest help are small shifts, these little small shifts that can make a huge difference. And so sometimes I bring solutions to you that seem so simple, but praise God that they are, right? It's just having the discipline to do them. I'm writing my book right now, and that's one of the things I said. I said it's a kindergarten solution with college-level discipline. 
<laughs> Does that make sense? And that is usually the answer. It's a kindergarten answer with college level discipline to make it happen. So I think when our pain gets big enough, we eventually go, okay, I, I've got to do something. So what they're talking about here is realizing that as human beings, God created us to have a stress syndrome, but it was not meant to be on, on overdrive all the time. One of the cool things to understand about this same concept is our bodies physically are meant to go in and attack disease and things that aren't meant to be in there, virus, disease. What has happened in our society is that, and this is really fascinating research, is that what we now put into our bodies is so toxic that our body recognizes it as one of those things that it's supposed to go in and fight and kill and destroy. And as we continue to put that toxicity in our body, that system never gets shut off. You know, it's not meant to be on all the time. It's just meant to come on and off as it needs to attack things. And then it goes back to dormant. What happens is we put so much of that toxicity in our body that our body then recognizes it 24-7 as something that it's supposed to fight. And do you know that is where autoimmune disease comes from? Autoimmune disease is rampant. I'm sure many of you listening to me today either have it or know someone who does. It's the same concept with stress. We have a fight or flight system, but it's not meant to be on all the time. And so when it stays on all the time, these horrible things happen that probably many of you are struggling with right now. And so it says, try to do some things in your life that complete the stress cycle that says to your body, I'm okay. I can shut this cycle off right now. I can turn it off and I'll be okay. And so let me just read here. Um, I don't want to miss anything that they put in the article. They did such a good job of ex ex explaining it. So it says, you know, you're supposed to complete the stress cycle and then you celebrate and your systems go back to normal. It allows them to complete the stress response that kicked in whenever that stress in your life started. Today, however, and especially in burnout, when one tends to be stressed around the clock, we rarely complete the cycle. We rarely resolve the stress reaction within the body. It says we have to bring the stress cycle full circle so the alarm system shuts down. Sleep is one of those ways. Simple. But we are not able to sleep because of different stressors in our life, right? The other thing is, this, these are so simple, you guys, to make sure you have social and you have friendships and you are connected. That is something that shuts the cycle down and says, okay, I have these feel-good endorphins coming in now and I don't have time to get into all that. But there's other breaking research that talks about how why we are a joyless society and how we can get joy back into our lives. And one of the ways is through relationship, friendship, face-to-face. -face. So it, it also makes sense that it shuts that stress cycle down. Breathing 
talks about the simple breathing um, exercises that you can do that take minutes. I've started doing that because I am a very short, um, I tend to breathe in that real short, um, hyperactive breathing of, you know, just going, 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 thinking, 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 doing, doing. That was certainly my life before my, my tumor happened. Physically, I can't do that anymore, but I certainly can do it in my mind and my emotions. And so breathing, there's many, just Google that. That's easy. The other thing is to consider options. If you will give your brain a place to go other than in chaos mode, it will start to find new patterns and processes and ideas of how to escape that stress syndrome. It says when we're burned out, it can be easy to succumb to feelings of helplessness. So we're trying to get hope back into the situation. But it says, um, although most of us probably can't change a tough situation overnight, there are steps that can improve things. And so what did I say in the beginning of the show? It's a small shift. It's not like you've got to jump on the life alteration bandwagon or else it's not going to change. It's about small shifts. So it says things like this. Can, can you hire someone to help you care for an ill family member? Um, if that's the, the thing that's sending you into overdrive. Can you start a childcare trade with some other parent or friend? Can you do more to steer clear of that toxic person at work? Is there someone you can ask for help with any of the tasks that are weighing you down? Can you do any of this? Um, can you, if necessary, quit and work somewhere else? So it's saying just, just sit and stop for a few minutes and consider options. I have no options, Amy. I've tried everything. Okay, stop and go at it again. You've got to be willing to look for a solution. Express yourself is one of those things. Recovery depends on breaking repetitive internal loops and finding new ways to view your situation, such as perceiving the challenge with more curiosity than rigidity. That's really important. That's really important. Let's let's read that again. Recovery depends on breaking repetitive internal loops. There is a therapy that is very popular right now, and I've heard nothing but positive results from it. It is not anything weird. It doesn't have any Eastern religion tied to it. I'm the first person who is going to be weary of any kind of resource that's going to, you know, throw me into a new age process or cast me into, you know, Eastern religion, that kind of stuff. And so this is not any of that. This is brain science and it's called ETT therapy. And it's a simple therapy that particular therapists who have been skillfully trained can do for people that are in trauma, in lockdown, feel they're stuck, um, or, or, or maybe are in exactly what this article is saying. You absolutely have a repetitive internal loop that must be broken that you have been unable to break yourself. And do you know that after just a couple of 
sessions of this particular therapy. And basically what it's doing is it's dislodging some negative or traumatic thought processes that have been stored in the brain. It's dislodging those and dismantling them is kind of what is happening through this simple therapy, this light therapy. It breaks this internal loop and it kind of, kind of throws you out. I guess you could look at something that maybe is in a spin cycle in, in the wash. And if that thing gets cast out of the spin cycle, then it's kind of launched out into a different area. And, and so that's a great therapy to tie to one of the things that they're suggesting that you do. Another thing that I thought was very interesting, and then we'll run to break. It says in these cases, finding meaning, you know, maybe you're not able to leave your job or relinquish your caretaking responsibilities, um, whether because of financial necessity or physical impossibility if you don't provide care for your aging parent, uh, for example, nobody will. So maybe you can't get yourself out of this particular. It says in these cases, it might be helpful to reframe the situation in terms of, oh, there it is, your values. Okay. I love it when God does that for me. <laughs> when I have all these thoughts I want to share and he just pulls them together magically. So that was not me. I'm not taking credit for that today. That was God. So here it is. You got to reframe the situation in terms of your values. Okay, I want to finish that thought. It's so good. I want to just leave leave on that. Let's sit on that. And let's go to break. We'll be right back. Hey there, guys, it's Amy. I just wanted to take a quick break and talk to you about some communication that we are going to start sending out to um, all the folks who not only follow this show, Amy Mills Live, but also the folks that follow Sold Out Ministries, which is the ministry that I founded back in 2009 out of my freedom experience. And so we've got this group of people that are loving to hear about um, freedom, and we want to do a better job at communicating with you all. So if you will shoot me an email, amy at soldoutministries.com, and just give me your name and give me your email, we will start sending out a weekly communication piece, whether it's a, a tips for the day or whether it's a scripture or whether it's something that the Lord's brought to my mind. We're going to try to do a better job of communicating with you and lifting you up during the week. So reach out to me at amy at soldoutministries.com. Give me your name and your email. <laughs> 